This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And he gets all of that ball hit deep and over the wall for a home run. That was a no doubter. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward by Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics, because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU baseball fans, welcome into Miller Park tonight. Game two between your BYU Cougars and the visiting St. Mary's Gales alongside BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuck and Slade. My name is Jason Shepard. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast tonight. Tuck, the Cougars got the series started with a very impressive 12-0 victory last night. That's now two wins in a row and also two games in a row where BYU has shown everybody what they're capable of. Yeah, great start to the week, right, with two really good wins in a row, but we're facing a really good pitcher today, and uh, today is all that matters. Time now to hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood, brought to you by doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. And I asked Coach Littlewood, of all the things that have gone well over the past two games, what is the most sustainable moving forward? Well, I think playing good defense is sustainable, um, and we pitched it fairly well the entire season, so I, I believe that's sustainable as well. You know, we can control what pitches we swing out at the plate, and so if we just kind of get in that mindset of, of swinging good pitches, swinging at pitches, and putting a good swing on pitches we can handle, that's sustainable as well. I mean, the thing's out of our control, how good the other pitcher is, and, you know, if a ball takes a bad hop, that stuff's out of our control, but those things, just pounding the zone, playing good defense, and putting good swings on balls in the zone – then those are things that can carry us through the next four weeks. Let's talk about the pitching matchup for you guys. Jack Sterner is going to make his start tonight. Kind of crazy when you think about the fact that he's still looking for his first win. On the other side of things, another good pitcher. The staff's good. You knew that coming in. Bauer will get the start tonight for the Gales. I kind of look at two factors when in, when looking at Jack's win-loss record. One is he doesn't go deep in games. He hasn't been able to get past the fifth a whole lot this year. And the run support hasn't been there for him. I mean, so you put those two things together and it's just, you know, it's a recipe for not getting any wins. And so Jack knows he needs to go deeper in games. Um, Easton set, set a great example last night. And if Jack throws strikes tonight with one pitch, one pitch, if he locates his fastball, is going to get him through a few innings with this team. If he can mix in that curveball and a changeup, I mean, he's going to be unhittable tonight. So it's, I'm interested to see what he's going to bring. It's a great matchup. Uh, Sam Bauer is a four-pitch guy. He's a premier strike thrower. I think he has six walks on the year, 88-92. So there's a little bit of velo there as well. It's going to be a good challenge for us tonight and really looking forward to the matchup. Well, after most of the season having to wear layers to get ready for a game, that's certainly not going to be the case tonight. It's going to be a warm one. Yeah, it was. In, I was wondering what all these 
the wet moisture was rolling down my arm was. I, I thought it was rain, and I looked up, and there was sun. So it's nice to sweat, nice to get out here in great weather. I just wish we would allow 2,250 fans because I, I think we would get that right now with the weather like it is. But the 500 we're getting that are allowed, are, are uh, it's great to see fans in the stands and just looking forward to going out tonight and competing. Thanks for the time as always. Good luck, and we'll talk to you after. Thanks, Shep. That's BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Pre-game conversation brought to you by doTERRA. Time to get to the starting lineups brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. For the visiting Gales, leading things off, Jacob Telemonte. He'll be followed by Coleman Schmidt and Justin Banks. Batting fourth, Blake Mann, Javi Espinosa will bat fifth. Kyle Velasquez will hit sixth. J.C. Santini will bat seventh and defensively will be at catcher tonight. Chris Santiago will bat 8th and ninth. will be Gabe Gioso. Starting pitcher for the Cougars is Jack Sterner, and the first pitch has been thrown and fouled off for strike one. And, Tuck, we are officially underway here at Miller Park in Provo, Utah. Let's get you BYU's lineup. Mitch McIntyre will lead things off, followed by Peyton Cole, Andrew Pintar, Cole Gamble, Jacob Wilk, Josh Cowden, Hayden Latham, Abe Valdez and Brock Watkins. That is your starting lineup brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. The 0-1 pitch also fouled off, so no balls and two strikes to Jacob Talamante, the center fielder, wearing number eight and beginning the ball game here in Provo. Another pitch fouled off, and the count stays 0-2. Talamante, one of the seniors on this St. Mary's team, and you know was a senior, one of those guys probably looking uh, not only to lead vocally, but lead by example after his team got worked last night 12 nothing. Yeah, it's nice to, to try to get on base early to kind of get some positive things going for the offense. Pitch inside, one ball and two strikes. Cougs coming off a season-high 18 hits last night, 12 runs. Just an all-around fantastic performance from BYU in every facet. And as Coach pointed out during the postgame, no errors. Ground ball to second base. Pintar over to Wilk at first. And Talamante is retired. One away in the top of the first inning. Well, the recipe for success is what? Don't walk anybody as a pitcher. Yep. Don't make any errors as a fielder. And get clutch hits. You do that, you're going to win a lot of baseball games. And last night, that was, that was the key. Easton Walker last night going seven innings. No runs. Three hits. Eight strikeouts last night masterful job by Easton Walker and Jack Sterner looking to keep things going on the mound for BYU ball one to Coleman Schmidt the freshman right fielder temperatures in the low 80s for our first pitch tonight quite uh, quite different from what we're used to Tuck Quite, quite, quite different. <laughs> Two balls and no strikes to Schmidt. This is actually the warmest game that BYU has played in. Even the games in L.A. were not this warm. Those were in the roughly, I think it's warmest, the low 70s. 2-0 pitch. I feel like this foul. The, the... I mean, obviously, it's the warmest game we've played in in two years, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just because we only got 14 games it's last true. year. So. You're right, though. It definitely is. Those days in L.A. was only, what, mid-70s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah you, most of them were upper 60s, yeah. low 70s. 
the 2-1 pitch. Check swing, and it is taken for strike two. So two balls, two strikes. Base is empty and one out. The Cougar outfield from left to right. Latham, McIntyre, and Gamble. Peyton Cole at third. Watkins at short. Pintard second. Wilk at first. And catching Sterner is Abe Valdez. And the 2-2 pitch just misses. And now it's a full count to Schmidt. I tell you what, Jack wanted that pitch. And Ruben Candelaria behind the dish. He normally calls that wide zone there, but uh, didn't give him that close pitch. And uh, now we're at a full count. Three balls, two strikes. Sterner delivers. And lined into center field, played perfectly by Mitch McIntyre. Barely has to move and makes the catch for out number two. Schmidt is retired, bringing in the designated hitter, Justin Banks. Yeah, Banks had a double last night. Big, strong kid. Just like last night, we're following the NFL draft. Today is rounds two and three, hoping to hear Brady Christensen's name. Banks, first pitch he sees, lined into the gap in left center. That will be a two-out double as it rolls all the way to the wall. So Banks with a double keeps the inning alive, and that will bring in the cleanup hitter, the junior, Blake Mann. Yeah, good swing right there. His double last night, he just slapped it down the left field line on a breaking ball. That one he was on He uh, left center. 93-mile-an-hour fastball. He was on one hop the wall in left center. Nice swing. Two outs, runner at second base. Blake Mann, the batter. Well, you get two quick outs, and then the the line drive double, and so now you got to bear down if you're Jack and uh, don't let this turn into a run. It took several innings last night for the Gales to get their first hit. Tonight, they get it in the top of the first. Ground ball through the four hole. They'll send the runner throw offline. And Justin Banks slides in head first. And it's an RBI single for Blake Mann. And after losing 12-0 last night, St. Mary's takes the early lead with a couple of two-out hits. It's now one nothing Gales. Yeah, it's one of those balls there, too. The Pintar was shaded up the middle on the shift, and it was uh, just a high chopper that got through. And Cole's kicking himself in right field right now because had that ball been on line that he normally does, he would have had him out at the plate for his, like, eighth assist of the year. So good strong throw. Just it, it caused Abe to go up the line, and Banks was able to score. The batter, Javi Espinosa. First pitch to Espinosa misses. Ball one. Yeah, that's exactly what you want to do if you're St. Mary's. You get shut out, you know, you got beat real bad last night. And they come out, and they get a run early with two outs. Get some confidence going. Well, two for two with two outs. Obviously, the ball game is very early, but it's led to St. Mary's leading one nothing. The 1-0 pitch inside, and a nice job by Valdez to keep the baseball in front of him. Two balls and no strikes to Espinosa. Runner at first, two outs. Sterner with the 2-0. Strike one. So two and one to Javi Espinosa. 
a sophomore defensively at second base. The lineup that the Gales are starting with tonight is essentially the lineup that they ended the ball game with last night after some defensive substitutions in the bottom of the order. Yes, it is. The 2-1 pitch, high and outside, three balls and one strike. Well, got to go at him here, Jack. We talk about limiting the damage, and yep. right now you're just hoping to get out of this inning and keep it one nothing. Let the bats that were hot last night come to the plate. 3-1 pitch, and that hits Espinoza. So with two outs, the inning continues. After getting the first two outs, a double by Justin Banks and then an RBI single by Blake Mann and now a hit by pitch. So runners at first and second with two outs. Yeah, and that at-bat at to Espinosa right there was uh, Jack, you know, threw the one pitch that was close, but the, the four balls he threw weren't, weren't really close. So he's got to bear down right here and, and find that release point. Kyle Velasquez batting with two outs and two runners on. Hitting 256. First pitch fouled off out of play off to the right side. Strike one. Game two of this three-game series. We'll have game three for you tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock Mountain Time. We will begin that game online only and on the app. So on BYUCougars.com slash live radio, as well as the BYU Cougars app, we'll be going uh, up against the NCAA tournament action for BYU women's soccer. The 0-1 pitch outside and a good block by Valdez. Shep, who are they playing tomorrow? They are playing Virginia. So Virginia won the first round? Yeah. You have, I believe, according to the tweet I saw from Greg Rubel, the highest scoring teams, the two highest scoring teams in the last four years facing each other. Oh, wow. One ball, one strike. The 1-1 one, one pitch gets past Valdez, and both runners will advance. And a wild pitch right there. There's the spiked fastball. By Jack. It's always interesting to me how, you know, you can look so good for the first couple of batters, then you give up a double, and then you give up a bloop single, and all of a sudden, like, the command, he just hasn't been as sharp as he was the first few batters. Well, and we talked about it. Jack's still looking for his first win, and, and Coach mentioned in pregame, you know, one of the biggest reasons is he hasn't got a ton of run support, but also he just hasn't been able to pitch long enough in games. Yeah, and, and we've won a lot of games that Jack has pitched that he started. That he yeah. just hasn't got the win. Exactly. Because he only goes three or four innings. Two balls, one strike. Sterner delivers, and in another wild pitch, and a run from third will score. Runner at second, advancing to third, and it's now 2 nothing St. Mary's and a completely different start to tonight's ball game. Yeah, this is exactly what St. Mary's wanted to do and and that right there was a spike breaking ball that Abe tried to do whatever it took it just ricocheted off his his shin guard almost into the dugout first base dugout talk about minimizing hey you're giving up the two here find a way to keep it to two right here Jack 
Ground ball chopped to third. Cole throw in time. They get the runner at first for the final out, but two runs score in the top of the first inning. The Cougars trail 2-0. The Bats coming to the plate for the first time. We'll have that next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. BYU finds itself down 2-0 as we head to the home half of the first inning. Mitch McIntyre will lead things off, followed by Peyton Cole and Andrew Pintar. Sam Bauer, the starting pitcher for the Gales, enters today's matchup with an ERA just under three at 2.92 and a four-win, three-loss record. He's given up 26 runs, 20 of them earned. He's walked only six and struck out 39. And if you think that's impressive, wait till we get to tomorrow's matchup with Kai Bush. His strikeout to walk ratio is incredible. Yeah, it really is. This is the guy that reminds me of Easton Walker, right? He's an elite strike thrower, three pitch mix. Isn't going to run up there to mid 90s. He's going to be upper 80s to low 90s and just come at you. The first pitch to Mitch. Lined into center field. The catch made by Talamante. That ball was hit solidly, but a nice play by Talamante to move into position to make the catch. And one pitch, one out for Bauer. That was a great swing right there by Mitch. I thought that was going to get over his head off the bat. I was hoping it was going to slice a little bit more to Talamante's left, but it didn't. So Peyton Cole. Will bat with the bases empty and one out. Ground ball to second base. Over to first and two pitches and two quick outs for the Cougar hitters. Andrew Pintar will now bat, trying to keep the inning going. Big night for Penny last night, including a solo home run, his fourth of the season. Well, he's going to be taking right here because... The no-no is a three-pitch inning, so the pitcher is just going to throw it right down the middle. Strike one to Pintar. No balls, one strike. The 0-1 pitch. Ground ball foul to third. Looking back at the the uh, trackman report from last night after the game, and I thought, you know, that ball Penny hit to, out of the park was hit well, but the one that he hit into the six hole with the way that they were shifting, I was like, that ball has to be absolutely crushed to get through that space. And it was 107 miles off the bat, wow. which is big time. That is massive. The 0-2 pitch to Pintar. High, ball one. Reach back right there, though. 94 piece. One two count to Pintar. The pitch. Hit foul. The count stays one and two. Cole Gamble. Due to hit next if Pintar can extend the bottom of the first. It is two nothing St. Mary's. All of their damage being done with two outs. 
some clutch hitting and a few wild pitches. And strike three looking to Pintar and a nice start for Sam Bauer. We'll head to the top of the second. Gales leading 2-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Top of the second, 2-0 St. Mary's. Welcome back into Miller Park alongside Tuckett Slade. My name is Jason Shepard. J.C. Santini, the junior catcher, hits the first pitch right back to starting pitcher Jack Sterner. Nice underhand throw to Wilk at first. And one pitch, one out here in the top of the second. Nicely done by Jack. Yeah, well, Jack got two quick outs in the first inning and then the double and then the bloop single and then the hit-by-pitch and a couple of wild pitches kind of turned that into a crooked inning. But uh, settle down right now, a lot, of, a lot of game to be played. The number eight hitter, Chris Santiago, looks at strike one. On deck for the Gales, the number nine hitter, the senior, Gabe Gioso. The seven, eight, nine hitters do up in this top of the second. The 0-1 pitch could not check his swing, and they appeal. And the first base umpire says he did go around, which was pretty obvious. I'm not sure why he even checked. That was a full swing. (laughs) Yes, it was. Call that as an umpire. No balls, two strikes. The 0-2 from Sterner, outside ball one. One out and a one-two count. Sterner delivers to Santiago in the dirt, two and two. Well, another thing, Shep, is the key to to, to, to Jack is he's got to find that secondary pitch. He has a really good curveball. It's a real good 12-6 sharp breaking ball. A good slider and a changeup, buddy. Yeah. Ball three. Nope. Yeah, no, no. Ace, yeah, foul tip foul into tip, the glove. Yeah. A little check swing foul tip. Yeah, very it. nice. So Santiago is retired. But, but as I was trying to say is that he's never been able to put multiple pitches together in a, in a full start, right? It's either I can't throw the curveball today, I can't throw the slider, the changeup's not very good, and he's just a fastball pitcher. And so if he can start to mix two or three of those consistently into the zone, he's going to be dominating. Gioso the batter and fouls off the first pitch. Strike one. He's a different pitcher than his brother. His brother Justin, who's now with the Marlins, he he was a fastball. He 85 percent of the time he's coming at you with that high spin rate, high elevated fastball because it was hard for you to catch up to it. And then he'd mix in a wrinkle. Oh, one pitch. pitch in for strike two. See, I mean, look at that pitch right there. That's yeah. a really good breaking ball. And you start throwing that for a strike. Good luck, hitters. And so it's just all about repeating and repeating. And he's still young. Yeah. This is his first real year pitching right. after the Tommy John surgery, you know, and the rehab. So The 0-2 pitch to Gioso. Foul back. I'll tell you, Jack looks extremely determined in this inning. He looks locked in right now. You know, the top of the first was not what he had hoped. And as you talked about, getting the first two outs pretty easily and then the wheels kind of fell off a little bit with some wild pitches and some hits. The 0-2. High. Ball one. Yeah, good idea right there. Try for the elevated outside fastball. See if he could get him to swing through it. Snap off that hard breaker here, and he's out. The 1-2 pitch. Check swing. They'll throw down to first. Good job. It's Sterner. 
gets the Gales 1-2-3. Gamble will Cowden do up in the home half of the second on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Bottom of the second inning, 2-0 Gales. Cole Gamble leading things off. Looks at strike one from Sam Bauer. At some point of the broadcast, I'm going to call him Jack Bauer. <laughs> one of the greatest mo- uh, shows ever. It is, without question. 0-1 pitch, swing and a miss, strike two. Yeah, so first pitch changeup, get me over for strike one. And that one was the, another changeup running away from, from Cole. The changeup is the equalizer. The 0-2 pitch to Gamble. Lifted into left field. Man shading his eyes from the sun, but able to make the catch and one away. Yeah, good swing there by Cole. It just tried to go to an 0-2 fastball away, and he just, just missed that. Jacob Wilk, the first baseman, who was a home run shy of the cycle last night, will get his first plate appearance today. And the first pitch to Wilk. Ground ball to third. Nice stop by Santiago. A spin and a throw. Nicely done. And two very quick outs once again for Bauer. You you take a a 2-0 lead, and then your pitcher is just working quick. That's exactly what St. Mary's is wanting game plan-wise tonight. Josh Cowden, the designated hitter, will now bat with the bases empty in two outs. First pitch, outs- oh, hit the outside part of the plate. That looked a little too far off, but Bauer gets the call, strike one. Well, your first uh, reaction was correct. That was outside, but... Called for strike one. The 0-1 pitch. Foul off to the right side, and Cowden down, no balls, two strikes. Two outs, nobody on. The 0-2 pitch. Way outside, ball one. Well, last night we battled, right? First few innings, we couldn't get it going, but we just put balls in play, and they were able to find holes. So uh, in a recipe to success, just put a ball in play, stay away from the strikeouts, and you have yourself a chance. One-two pitch. Low, two balls and two strikes. Look at this point. You just need to make Bauer work a little bit. Yeah, exactly, which Josh is doing a good job so far. Is that bad? The 2-2 pitch to Cowden. Swing and a miss. They'll throw down the first. And another efficient inning for Gale starter Sam Bauer. It is 2-0 Gales heading to the top of the third from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. A 
warm, sunny evening in Provo. Gorgeous temperatures, gorgeous weather. St. Mary's leading 2-0. That's not so gorgeous. Talamante lifts the ball over the head of McIntyre in center field. And that will be a leadoff double for Jacob Talamante. That's how the top of the third begins for the Gales. Nothing like a little confidence, right? Struggled, only had three hits in the whole game and got shut out last night. Snuck a couple runs across in the first, and all of a sudden their swings are really good. Coleman Schmidt, the batter, facing Jack Sterner. Jack in a little bit of trouble here in the top of the third. A leadoff double. The Gales already leading 2-0, and they have a runner in scoring position with nobody out. Two runs on three hits for St. Mary's. First pitch to Schmidt. High, in fact, above the head of Schmidt. Yeah, he's trying to bunt there, sack bunt, but uh, Slider was uh, almost took his head off. Abe did a really good job of, of keeping that in front. So one ball, no strikes. A little action in the bullpen for the Cougs now. Sterner looks back at second base. Now delivers the 1-0. Schmidt lays down a bunt. That is foul. And we always talk about little executions, right? This is a spot where... Hey, leadoff double. Gales are a small ball team, grinding type team, trying to get the runner to third with less than two outs. And Jack's doing his part to try to keep them from that. Last night's loss dropped the Gales from fifth to sixth in the West Coast Conference. Their conference record is nine and ten. BYU is at seven and nine, still in seventh place. One-one pitch. Another bunt failed. Foul ball, so strike two. The throw down to second. The runner able to get back. That is Talamante. So Schmidt now falls behind one and two. And Chef, this is one of those years where at the end of the year, all that matters is first place, right? That's right. Been a long time since a regular season champ gets the auto bid in the WCC since they've always had the four-team conference tournament. Not going to have that this year. So whoever's at the top wins, which kind of, you know, is kind of sad in a way because then you're kind of at this point unless you're in the top three or four you're kind of playing for nothing you know play the role of spoiler i guess yeah. one two pitch outside valdez keeps the ball in front of him and talamante stays at second so the count two and two to coleman schmidt the freshman well i mean if it, if it was the old you know platform where it was four teams we'd still have a chance to make that top four you know if we got on a roll here and finish strong and so but now it's like no matter what we do unless the zags in san diego completely fall apart they'd have to implode yeah it uh it makes it tough but you're, you're building for the future you want to win games right now competing and you're building for you know getting these guys better every single day the 2-2 swing and a miss Good and job. a big first out for jack sterner schmidt who leads the Gales in batting average at 364 is out number one. 
And that'll bring in the designated hitter, Justin Banks, who hit the two-out double in the top of the first that began the scoring for St. Mary's. Well, Banks has been the Cougar killer so far this weekend. I, I mean, nothing to show for last night as far as the runs go, but multiple hits now in the series. Look, I completely understand why the conference did what they did in terms of no conference tournament, and, and you make the announcement early. But with the way things are opening, you know, there's part of you that says, well, maybe you could have held uh-huh. off and then seeing how it was, and then maybe midway through, if things aren't For looking sure. good, then you can cancel it. But I certainly understand you have no way of knowing one way or the other. Yeah, which, I mean, I, and I like what you're saying, but I'm, I'm glad if you're going to cancel it, cancel it. There'd be nothing worse than all of a sudden right now we'd be like, oh, hey, by the way, we're not going to have a tournament. Seriously? Right. You know, we know going into the season what the goal was, right? Yeah. And so that was the hard – I mean, I, I get what they did. Obviously, in a normal year – Hey, if we win the league, I'm happy. Sure. Right? And so 2019, we'd gone to a regional. And so because the conference tournament hasn't been our best friend. Justin Banks at the plate. First pitch from Sterner. Hardy cut. Misses strike one by Banks. Nicely done. Good pitch from Sterner. A leadoff double began the top of the third. That is Jacob Talamante. He is still there with one out and a 1-1 count to Justin Banks who already has a double in this game. The 1-1. Fouled off to the left, 1-2. and two. Banks, the designated hitter, hitting 239, leads the team with eight home runs. Also has 21 RBI on the season. Everything right now, he, he's trying to hit the ball the other way. 42 pitches for Sterner. We're here in the top of the third. The 1-2 pitch. Inside, strike three, and Banks doesn't like it. Out number two. That's back-to-back strikeouts after giving up the leadoff double by Cougar starter Jack Sterner. Looks like he's gaining confidence as this inning goes on. Yeah, leadoff double and then... Back-to-back strikeouts, and, and, and still two outs. This is where it matters, yes. right? Find a way right here, Jack. Blake Mann hit an RBI single in the first, his second plate appearance. First pitch to Mann. Swing and a miss, strike one. I tell you what, Shep. When they do go back to a conference tournament next year, I wish they would change the format and, and add a fifth team and make the fourth and fifth place team play a one-game plan the day before it starts so that the number one seed has a bye necessarily because right. of the play yeah. and, and it actually makes it to where winning the outright championship means something. It gives right? you something. Yeah, it means something. As opposed to... You get there, and you have the same chance that everybody else has, which I can certainly understand why you, you know, you ever want the, the playing field to be level, but there needs to be something if you play three months of baseball yeah. to have some sort of reward for that. Well, and, and, and in 2019, our reward was to play the best pitcher in the league, <laughs> yes. right? Right. And so that was our reward for taking first is, oh, you're matched up against the number four team that has the pitcher of the year in the conference. One ball, one strike to man. Sterner with the pitch. Misses not by much. Two and one. But if you add that fifth team or even possibly sixth team and the one and two both get a bye, yep. you know, depending on how you want to do that, um, 
now all of a sudden, guess what? Well, now you're facing their number two pitcher. Yes. Right, against yep. your ace. And so you actually have an advantage. Well, it's what the conference has already done with basketball in yeah. terms of your top two seeds in the basketball tournament. Getting the bye, you know, to, to Monday. Yep. 2-1 count. The pitch to man. Inside. And almost hit man. So three balls and one strike. Blue's already got an RBI single on the first. 3-1 count here. Keep the ball down, Jack. Sterner looks back at second. Now delivers the 3-1. <laughs> strike funny. two. The home plate umpire he thought it was out. a strikeout and got it mixed up. He, he rang man up. And then realized that was only strike two. That is so funny. <laughs> it's just one of those deals. Hey, obviously, you're not focusing as an umpire, but it's a mistake. It happens. It happens. So now a full count. Just always cracks me up. <laughs> Timeout called. A leadoff double by Jacob Talamante began this top of the third. He's still there with two outs. And Sterner is a strike away from leaving him there. The payoff pitch. Step and throw. Good Ball job. right in front of Sterner on the mound, able to make the grab, throw over to first, and Sterner works around a leadoff double, no run score. BYU trailing 2-0, heading to the bottom of the third on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bowers' first pitch to Latham in for strike one as we begin the bottom of the third. 2-0 Gales. Bauer, the 0-1 pitch. Low, 1-1 to the Cougar left fielder. Hayden hitting 187. Yeah, starting to come on of late, though. A couple of hits last night. The 1-1 pitch. Inside part of the plate, strike two. Man, that ball's so inside. Seemed, uh, oh, seemed like so a inside. generous strike call on that one. That ball is so inside. The 1-2 pitch to Latham. Hit foul. The count stays 1-2. and two. Always nice to look out in the crowd and see famous former Cougars, see Chad Lewis out there on the concourse, actually talking with Riley Gates. I believe that's Riley Gates. Maybe it isn't. Doesn't look like it to me. No, I guess that isn't Riley. I thought that was for a second. Oh, you're right. You're no, right. No, it is. Okay. I, I was. I thought you were talking about his son that was standing no. on the concourse with him. I'm like, no. Uh, there's no way that's Riley. But I was right. you got to trust the instincts. Two balls, two strikes. The 2-2 pitch to Latham. And that's a strikeout of Hayden Latham, out number one. That'll bring in the catcher, Abe Valdez. Yeah, good that's slider right there. Three strikeouts for Bauer in the ball game. Speaking of Riley, he and his wife, Maddie, 
expecting their first child. That's awesome. And I believe it's a boy. I'm trying to remember back on the Instagram post. Look, you got a 50-50 chance of getting it right. The pitch to Valdez popped up on the infield. First baseman, Gioso, makes the catch. Two up, two down. And the number nine hitter, Brock Watkins. Real bat with the bases empty and two outs. So far, Sam Bauer has thrown 21 pitches through two and two-thirds. He's really got everything going today. Not falling behind hitters. Attacking with three-pitch mix. He's a really good pitcher. Watkins batting 221, one home run. And a ground ball chopped short over to first in time. And the Cougars go in order in the third. Still 2-0 Gales as we head to the top of the fourth from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.